1: is kits and waiters i'm adam's direct joined by chris owen to talk match day 15 in the premier league chris we're coming thursday night there's been a lot of uh, somewhat meaningless europa league europa conference league and champions league matches this week but uh the premier league always matters so chris what's going on yo adam good to chat again here
2: it is a uh, oh. As you can imagine, it's now November. The it's turned over to November here in the Pacific Northwest, which means it is cold and rainy, and the the uh, sun's already down. It's barely five o'clock. I got the space heater down, going down here in the basement. You know, temps are low, but the spirits are high. (laughs) <laughs> we uh we just finished up the Champions League group stage this past week there was you know not not much on the line really but uh i think the big one was that top, that i was watching whatever group the the sporting tottenham Eintracht uh mm-hmm. group and that was like an absolute that was a blast to watch especially uh, frankfurt's my bundesliga side so I, I love to see them succeed at one point they're on top of the group and then of course spurs goes down and scores that like stoppage time just like rocket from um hoyberg so yeah but, interesting little week of soccer and we've got two more weeks until uh we take that uh we take the brit we won't be taking a hiatus but the premier league will be taking a hiatus uh for the world cup so we're, we're uh, what like 20 to 16 days away from kickoff um a little over two weeks and and uh you know at, as you know better than anybody the engine room doesn't stop at rotowire specifically for soccer so uh we'll we'll be back and we'll have plenty of content for that as well
1: it's getting colder outside, but the engine room is heating up. We're just shoveling coal in there right now. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of temperatures, though, it actually reached 70 degrees in Michigan today, so I can't say the same about a space wow. heater for me, but a little warm over here. So Match Day 15, Premier League. If you're looking on the screen, if you're watching on YouTube, watching on Twitter, got the odds report up. If you don't get the odds report, rotowire.com slash soccer trial. You can get the free 10-day trial. Just go to the cheat sheets, and then you go to the fan team cheat sheet, and you can see all 10 matches in this odds report. And this one is kind of crazy. We have Manchester City as about an almost 85% chance to win. Next highest is Leeds at about 55%, and then everyone else is below 50%. So... A lot of tight matches this weekend, and if we're looking at the implied goal totals as well, most of those are below three. We got a 2.5 between West Ham and Crystal Palace there, but tight matches, low-scoring matches outside of the Man City Fulham match, so it's going to be interesting to talk about, fun to talk about. Uh, We got big matchups as well, but the first one we're starting with is this Saturday one. Uh, between Everton and Leicester City. So Everton are at home and get them plus 140 to win. Leicester City plus 205 to win. Draw plus 235. And then I do not have the goal odds up, but I assume they're probably pretty even here. But we got Everton, we got over two and a half goals is plus 100. Under two and a half goals minus 120. So, Everton coming off a draw against Fulham, Leicester coming off a loss against Manchester City. What do you think happens here? It's interesting
2: looking here at the line movement. The line movement's been pretty much about the same Mm -hmm. throughout the last couple weeks. Of course, Everton, you know, they were – we haven't really – despite them playing – and I I don't know how far back this this line movement goes, but, I mean, they were on that three-game skid before where they couldn't – October
1: 23rd there. Okay, so this
2: is about – Two weeks. weeks, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, prior to this, we probably saw a little bit more line movement where it was, you know, they were on that three-game sk- skid prior to that, and then they beat Crystal Palace 3-0, and then, you know, of course, returned to not scoring goals again against Fulham last week where it was 0-0. Um, on the other hand, Leicester City have been uh, an interesting side, and they've actually been playing a lot better. Um, you know, started the season with, like, what, one point through, like, 10 matches, Or so, or or nine matches, and and now you know they. I mean, they play. They lost to Man City last weekend. You know who we all know is a really quality side, going to probably beat most teams in the Premier League. Uh, But they only lost one nil. I didn't catch the match specifically, but you know that looks like a pretty good result for them. And. And uh, I have to think that they're they're kind of turning it around slightly, you know, 0 and then 2 nil over Leeds and then 4-0 over Wolves and then a, a decent, I mean, you don't get any points out of it, but a decent 1-0 loss to Manchester City who, you know, could have easily just blown them out too. So I kind of like, I kind of like... Uh, Leicester City here a little bit more I'm, I'm leaning them and and you know looking at some of the injuries that they had earlier in the season they, they're they pretty much I mean Navardi probably won't start they're probably gonna roll with DACA here but they're kind of rolling back to like to, to having their best players back in the lineups I mean like um, James Madison's gonna start uh, Harvey Barnes is getting some cons- consistent playing time Dewsbury Hall obviously is like become a key cog in their attack and then of course you know one of the Yuri Tillmans is like one of the best midfielders in the Premier League. So I just like what they bring to the table here against uh, Everton. Everton are going to be playing at home. So there's, there is there is kind of that layer. But I, you know, if I, not that I'm going to go out and pick a side here, but uh, um, I think, you know, I wouldn't expect a lot of goals in this one. A, because of the way Everton plays and the way they can't score goals. And then Leicester kind of, um, you know, they're not exactly putting a ton of goals up aside from the 4 0 win over Wolverhampton. So uh, on this particular match, I'm gonna go no on both teams to score. Um, I believe it's plus one ten. Interesting enough, the I wanted to ask you about this because the the over under two and a half is is a it's kind of intriguing. And it looks like oh we, yeah, <laughs> this is your bet, I guess. So you you do have a take on this. So I'm gl- I'm glad you put this up because I was gonna ask you about that.
1: I think we're on the same side here. I was gonna write about your bet, and then I, I had to ask you about it today, and then you told me your bet. So I was like, "All right, I won't write about it." And then <laughs> you know, I just took the under two and a half. But I think, like you said, it's pretty much this does not feel like like an up and down match. Just with the way, with the way these teams are playing, Leicester kind of living off the counter, and Everton. Uh, don't really want to allow teams on the counter. They've been, they've been pretty defensive overall this season. Uh, I I would actually lean towards Everton plus one forty at home. Calvert Lewin kind of coming back to it. Like you can you can look at Leicester's. There's a reason I was on Manchester City last week and. Leicester played, you know, super defensive all match and they got the 1-0 loss. I don't know if got the 1-0 loss is the correct terms, but I mean <laughs> you look at Leicester's results and you know there's some positives, but a lot of these are against bad teams. Uh, is Everton a good team? Everton is a top 3 team. So <laughs> 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 No, they're not. I, I but I do think it's hard to play against. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not taking Everton plus 140 for a reason, but Leicester have been solid in the back, and both teams, I, I guess, have been solid in the back, and I think that's kind of what I'm leaning on. That's kind of what you're leaning on. Both these bets are kind of similar. Uh, if it's one-one, you're gonna get screwed. But i I think this is a, I think this is a one-nil, maybe a scoreless type of match, and that's kind of what I'm going with. But going back to the line movement, I wanted to point out. So we saw the. Uh, Everton used to be plus one oh five on October twenty third. I look back, that was the day Leicester won four nil at Wolverhampton. So after Leicester beat Wolverhampton four nil, when they got four goals from five shots, the odds changed to basically what they are now. So if you're not if you don't put too much into, you know, the Leicester win at Wolverhampton, uh, maybe these odds should be closer to plus one oh five. But that's for you to decide.
2: Do you think they would if it was like a 1 0 or a 2 0 win, do you th- oh, I mean, like, I'm sure the odds would be a little bit different, but I can't imagine they'd be a whole lot different. Rather, yeah, I, rather I think that's because the they 4-0. won, really. Yeah.
1: That, that was an absolutely wild game, but just to have, like, the odds yeah. change because of that result, I think it was basically four counterattacking goals. <laughs> I mean, well, they had and, that, shots, and, so.
2: and importantly, that Yuri Tilleman's, like, absolute thunderbolt from distance on the volley. When he just, like, postage stamped it, that was incredible. Probably the goal of the season. I hope we see some better ones, but there there probably won't be many better. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, you're right. It was some some goals kind of, like, not unexpected. but Yeah,
1: I I mean, I guess that goal is in the eighth minute, so that kind of skews everything else that happened in that match because then, you know, that meant Wolves is pushing the rest of the way kind of a thing in which, you know, opened up for counters. So, maybe. But, no, I mean, Leicester are playing well. Better, I guess, better than they were earlier in the season. I'm still not sold on how good they are offensively yet. I'm not sure they're at... You know, last season, their, their defense was terrible, but they could also score. This season, their defense, it seems like, is picking up, and their their offense is still kind of in, like, a no-man's land where Rodgers is deciding between an old Jamie Vardy and DACA who's still kind of <laughs> figuring out uh, how to score in the Premier League consistently, so... I guess it depends on James and Harvey Barnes, and those guys are good, but we'll see. I hate that this this season
2: feels like a not necessarily, but kind of a a mini swan song for one Jamie Vardy. You know, he's hasn't -hmm. been up to his best. He's crushing Red Bulls on the sideline before going in. You know, like
1: the Premier League
2: is will lose a, a cultural icon if we whenever Vardy bows out.
1: Wasn't it so on the future show? Didn't, like, I change my mind on a Jamie Vardy bet? Because I was yeah. going to take the under, and then <laughs> yeah. we, we looked at his numbers, and it was like, oh, he actually scored, like, once every game he played. Or was something. it, like, ten and a half? I think, I, I, like... It was something around there. I was going to yeah, be on like the under, because I was like, how much is this guy going to play? So my original thoughts are coming true, and then after we looked at his numbers last season, I was like, eh, maybe i take the over because he was scoring so much. I don't even know if he scored this season, now.
2: I don't know, but I mean, you know the man scores in bunches. So
1: I but mean, yeah, are anyways. you projecting him to score <laughs> ten goals in twenty five
2: matches? No, I'm not. In ten goals in twenty matches, that'd be incredible.
1: I get he's actually been better than I thought because he does he has four assists, but he has one goal and four assists in uh, thirteen appearances. He started eight of those, so not the worst thing. But I mean, he has four shots on target right now, which isn't that good?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, not not great from from James, but uh,
1: I guess his know. goal came off the bench against Wolves, the match we were talking about. So okay, that's that's right. So yeah, he crushed the Red Bull and then went in. Yeah, that's probably and then nothing. scored a goal. So I
2: mean, like, let's get the <laughs> keep those flowing. I did notice that it was not sugar free. So I mean, but you know,
1: he is what he 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 does what he wants. He doesn't care about his health anymore. <laughs> All right, next match we got two. Pretty big matchups on Sunday. We got so there's two more Premier League weekends before the World Cup break, and these matches are fairly big in terms of top of the table, uh, in terms of I don't know the mindset of Liverpool in league play. They're doing really well in Champions League, but league play is another story. So we got Chelsea at home against Arsenal. Chelsea are plus 160. Arsenal, plus 175 to win. Then the draw is plus 240. Over 2.5 goals, minus 110. Under 2.5 goals, minus 110. There's not too much injury-wise. We had... Chilwell, right? Yeah, we had Chilwell go off. He's going to be... Henry James, like... like... Yeah, those guys have been... I mean, he's been out, but... He's been out. Kovacic, I don't think he's going to be back. We'll see. Uh, But Chilwell's the new one. Uh, Arsenal got bags and Chanko on the uh, knee that kind of a thing but I mean for the most part, I don't know how much Chilwell actually changes things uh, Chelsea have been fine I, I think lately Arsenal got got off to a good start this season and then now both these teams are kind of playing well but I wouldn't say overly well but what, what do you think about this match? Yeah,
2: Chihuahua usually plays at right back, right, or like a right right wing back, and then is on the Izzy left? Left. 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 Okay, left, yeah. so they're gonna move Cucurella out on the left, and it, then it
1: could be like I think Raheem Sterling started at wing back uh, last league match, even on the left side, so he could move there. Cucurella could move there. Yeah, so it's it, we'll see what happens, but yeah, Cucurella did play there at Brighton, and he's played there at times. So interesting. Yeah, I mean, this is
2: like the reason that Arsenal has been so solid is their midfield this season. Like Granit Xhaka has been great. Of course, Thomas Partey is back. And he's like, I think he scored last weekend as well. Um, so, I mean, those two players are obviously way better than, you know, they were at, at the end of last season, they were playing Mohamed El-Nalmi like for extended periods. So, I mean, I, if Kovacic is out too, I, I, it's tough for me to sit here and like select, a team that's going to win this, but I do think there will be goals. But I, I have to lean Arsenal here. I mean, they're top of the table. They're visiting, right? They're they're heading heading to Stamford Bridge, I believe. Yeah. But I just think they're going to be able to dominate. And Chelsea are missing some key pieces. I mean, like between, they're missing like what one, two, three, f- potentially four starters. Whereas Arsenal are pretty pretty healthy, aside from Zinchenko.
1: Yeah, I think you Zinchenko, know, Zinchenko so, is even on the bench today.
2: So. Okay. So, I mean, like they have a much stronger side right now. Arteta their, their project is in full swing, but I, I have a tough time to, like deciding, you know, going out and picking a side who's going to win this one. So I'm not going to go like any money line bets, but I will say, I think there's there's a, there's a couple goals in this one. I'm going to go for a little safe bet where I don't have to take sides. I'm avoiding the corner bet, um, you know, even though this has been corners and away just in the past, but I'm going to take the um, – I believe it's a, a band bet here, mm-hmm. a goal band, and that's two to three goals. You can get even odds here, uh, so you're getting plus 100. It's a pretty safe bet. If, if it's 1-1, one, one, even 2-0, 3-0, 2-1, you're cashing out. So you got a, lo- a lot of options. I will say, you know, looking back at some of the, the previous matches that they have played <laughs> last season, it was, uh, what, 4-2 two and 2-0, two so this would have hit half the time. Season before it was two um, one and or excuse me one zero and three one so I wouldn't hit either time but I just like this one from a, a safeish side don't have to pick an over under don't have to pick a side I'm not getting obscure with the corner so I'm gonna I'm gonna just take it kind of straightforward here and hopefully that two to three goals are scored in this match
1: you are you are
2: getting back to corners and wagers so it looks like
1: this is uh, I was gonna say the only corner bet but it is not the only corner bet so <laughs> we. We didn't get a couple right last week, but I think I got I got one somewhere. There was one correct cornerback somewhere in there last week. But, yeah, like you said, it's kind of hard to pick a side in this matchup. I mean, it's – I mean, as I said, it's two pretty good teams right now, both – Pretty solid defenses. Chelsea are at home. I probably like Arsenal, maybe overall, but they're away from home, so I'm not going to take them on the money line or something like that. Uh, I like the idea with yours where there's going to be goals scored. I tried to find something about uh, between Arsenal against Brighton in prior seasons with with Graham Potter, but I couldn't really, you know, nothing really stood out to me in those matches. So I, you know, I just went with my so previously. We avoided corners, and now that we're hitting corners, it's like my fallback, <laughs> it. my fallback is just, okay, just go to corners, see if you can find something that you like. So under four-and-a-half corners in the first half, minus 110. I think that these teams are going to take 45 minutes to you know, settle in a little bit. I think it was the Chelsea-Manchester United match where I had this same bet. I'm pretty sure – uh, even though Manchester United probably took it to Chelsea a little bit in that game, I believe Chelsea were at home in that one, and then that was the match yeah. where like Kovacic had the sub on in the first half.
2: I thought, I thought that was, oh, uh, that was at Old at Old Trafford. Yeah, well, either uh, way, I'll tell you in a second. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, it was at Stamford Bridge. I never. Okay.
1: Heard. Yeah. So. Yeah. I kind of think it's going to be something similar to that. But I don't even think Arsenal are going to be pressing as much as Manchester United did. And I think there is, there's four four first-half corners in that match. And then one of them was Capa uh, had the ball slip through his hands uh, stupidly to result in one of those. So I thought my bet was dead at that point. But luckily, it, it still hit. So I just think it's going to be 45 minutes for these teams to you know figure things out a little bit. I mean Potter is still trying to figure out what to do with his with his team. Like Sterling has been playing wing back a little more, which has allowed Havertz up front and Aubameyang up front with Mount up front. So that's worked mostly. Uh, Sterling got a goal last match, kind of a thing. But you know, now with Chillwell out, out, we could see a thing where it's like Aspilicueta back there. So I just think that again, forty five minutes. Figure things out. I don't think either side is really going to be pressing for 40 minutes, for however many minutes in the first half, getting those corners. So I I like this one. Uh, I think it'll be kind of a more defensive match than – well, I don't don't want to say for the next one because I'm also taking it under, but uh, just a more defensive match in general, I guess. Nice. Uh, For the next one is – Tottenham, home against Liverpool. Tottenham are plus 225 to win. Liverpool are incredibly... Liverpool just lost at home against Leeds. They are now plus 115 to beat Tottenham. The draw is plus 275. And then you can get over 2.5 goals at minus 155, under 2.5 goals at plus 125. So you said before the show that this spread was crazy and then i had to i had to remind you that son just got surgery on right around his eye so he's going to be out for the next couple weeks and it doesn't seem like kuliszewski's gonna be ready doesn't seem like Richarlison's gonna be ready so we could get uh harry kane next to lucas mora in tottenham's attack uh does that sell you on liverpool even more now here N- nothing can sell me on Liverpool in the Premier League right now.
2: <laughs> I don't care if you said they were going to go go out and play Leeds United or they're going to go out play Nottingham. You know, I'd normally be like, oh yeah, that's a win, but uh, <laughs> yeah, that was a free win. But oh wait, the last two games it hasn't been a win, so um, no, I, there's nothing that can really sell me on them in, in the area cham- in the Premier League right now. Champions League, you know, they're a bit more built for that, but yeah, they, I you know I hopped on here. I was like, okay, Tottenham at home. You know, Liverpool's lost two straight to two of the, you know, maybe not the best, the pro- probably bottom 10 sides in the Premier League. But um, I look at the odds, and, and Liverpool are almost, you know, they're what, plus 115, I think, money line. And then Spurs were a little, probably like closer to 200, I wanna say. And so, yeah, it was, they were plus 225. So I was like, I'm just, I'm just like okay, well, this seems like a trap. Um, but going back uh, to their recent results, I, Liverpool's unbeaten against Spurs in their past nine matches, which is, you know, I guess that's a believe it or not. But there's been some pretty epic matches uh, between these two sides. Spurs with Spurs starting uh, Lucas Mora at uh, probably you know a forward is gives me a little less fear, but or gives should probably give the the general audience a little less like belief that there's going to be goals because I, I mean I'm not a huge believer in Mora myself, but uh, I mean. They just—they're—they're they're coming off a pretty tense week as well. I mean, they—they they barely snuck into the to the group stage. Uh, they needed a come from behind two-one win well, two-one win at Marseille. Um, so yeah, interesting enough. I'm I'm totally skewing away again um, from picking a side because I'm not picking Liverpool. Uh, Spurs a Spurs team missing their their probably biggest guns in attack. So I'm going to go a little bit different than. Um, My first bet here, I'm actually going to go both teams to score no draw. You look back at the history of these matches and, you know, it's been uh, 2-1. It was 2-1 Liverpool in both matches last, or excuse me, it was uh, 1-1, 2-2. But you you go back through like the past maybe 12 matches in the Premier League, it's been, there's been a lot of goals, 3-1, 2-1. Uh, there was one where it was one zero, but two one. There, there's just a ton of goals scored between these two teams, so I think that you know both of them find the back of the net, but I think somebody finds the edge here. Uh, whether it's late on late in the match, which would you know be par for the course for some of these ma- some of these previous matchups, but that's where I'm at. Avoid picking a team, just go with what you've seen like, seen in the past. You know, five years, and that's a lot of goals in this matchup.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, our bets, both of our bets cannot win. But I think, so your bet is kind of going with recent Tottenham matches, and my bet is going with recent Liverpool matches. Uh, I'm taking under two and a half goals. That's plus 125. I've taken that in recent Liverpool matches, and I'm just going to keep doing it. So I'm going to see if it happens again. But you mentioned Tottenham's schedule. They've had a really interesting run of matches. Uh, They really struggled against teams like Manchester United, Newcastle. Uh, Then they had the Champions League matches against Sporting and Marseille recently. Then they had the comeback last week against Bournemouth. It's been a pretty wild run. Your reefs has been bad. The back line has been bad. So that's why your bet makes sense. The question is if Liverpool can capitalize that. And I guess the question is if Tottenham will play maybe a little differently because Sun is not there, they're probably gonna do a three-five-two here. That's the assumption because they don't really have a ton of depth. Otherwise, like they've been bringing uh, Brian Gill in at times off the bench, and you know he was a guy who was loaned out to Spain last season. Uh, uh So they don't have a ton. It's probably gonna be the three-five-two. They've been rotating a fine amount for the most part. Maybe some center backs have been playing a lot. Kane's obviously playing ninety almost every match, that kind of a thing, but. Probably be like Basuma, Bettenker, Hozberg in the midfield, which it's pretty solid, but yeah, I don't know. With the way Liverpool have been playing, it just seems like this isn't the same Liverpool. They're trying to be, I don't know if safer is the correct word, but they're just not having as much efficiency scoring and, and maybe even playing a little more defensive after some sketchy uh, defensive performances in there.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's they're like you can look at the like the heat maps and the pressing statistics of how they've played and like since they've gone from that four, they played four three, I think last weekend or was it this week? But other than that, they've played a pretty much a four 4 two with a diamond, like a kind of you know, like Howard Elliott on the right or some semblance of that, and maybe Fabio Carval um, all left, but like, they've done a, a variety of things and they're not pressing like they have before, so it, it yeah, I think, uh, I've, I see what you're saying with the under two and a half goals. Given Tottenham lacking players, Liverpool maybe not like trying to press the issue as much as they have. So we're at odds, but uh, I can see your your point of view here. Um, and I mean, pretty pivotal moment for both teams. I mean, Liverpool drop if they drop another three straight, you know, you really got concerns heading into the World Cup. But they got Southampton the following weekend. But Tottenham here, I think they're just on the cusp of the uh, of the top four, right? Or maybe they're third. Um, so yeah, I'm sorry. They're third right now. So they're, uh, five points off the lead, but, uh, yeah, huge match. We're, we're lucky to get Chelsea, Arsenal and Tottenham Liverpool in the same weekend.
1: Yeah. Same day even. So yeah. Yeah. It'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, there's a chance it's, it's something like, I don't know. I mean, you look at the recent results and, and both these teams are scoring. There's, there's pretty much a lot of goals in these, but, I I don't know. I just wonder if Liverpool score first, are they just going to keep going for it and keep piling up goals, but that's going to leave them open in the back kind of a thing. And then if Tottenham get one first, uh, you know, this Conte team is probably just going to sit back a little more than, than they even already do. I don't know. It's uh, obviously I like my bet more, but uh, I think, I think this is more of a, What side would you lean on for each of these bets for, like, the over and under? If there was – would you take the over if Liverpool scored first kind of a thing for a Liverpool win? Would you take the under for a Tottenham win? What would you be thinking here?
2: Well, Liverpool continue to concede the first goal of every match. Like, it's just, like, a total theme. Um, So I think that gives teams the ability to, like, score and then sit back Rather than like it being you know, if they you know, if they score first, then I think, you know, you kinda of have to see the other team open up a bit more. That's not I mean, that's not, you know, tried and true, but I think just each team, it seems like every week in the Premier League, you know, the team goes out and grabs an early goal against Liverpool and then they're able to pack it in and the game is like not that it's an ugly game, but it's just like a little bit different that way you'd see if, if they go out there and grab one.
1: It almost seems like both <laughs> No matter who scores first, it seems like the over kind of makes more sense. We saw we saw Bournemouth got the first goal, I think, last week against Tottenham, and then that one was uh, Bournemouth got two goals off the counter, and then Tottenham were pressing, and, you know, they got that final third goal kind of a thing. But I guess, you know, Liverpool aren't exactly Bournemouth defensively, but... Uh, essentially, you know, though. All right. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, just a, just a difficult match just given the... Injuries and maybe some kind of style of play changes recently for these teams and some form. So, just some interesting matches we have on Sunday. But
0: we're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data
1: So that's it for the three picks. We got the team parlay. So Chris, I was going to ask you if we get our next two parlays incorrect, should we just like cancel this bit and do something else after the World Cup? I think it, I think it certainly is worth a discussion. The discussion <laughs> that
2: we're having right now. So I think we've had two parlays total this season. I mean, big yeah, odds. We're three and we're, ten right now. Yeah. So I mean, if we, if we if we don't get one of two, I'd say we, we got to go to the. Uh, <laughs> to the, to some difference. So um,
1: it's, it's definitely difficult when you're trying to put two almost even bets together. Cause we're doing plus 200 minimum odds. Uh, it's definitely not the easiest thing. Uh, when we got two different minds here, just putting in yeah. random bets kind of a thing. So we'll see what happens over the next couple of weeks, but I
2: can't, I can't even get my, I can't even get my, uh, my picks right for the ones that for the games that we talk about. So, <laughs> You know, it's hard enough to, to get mine right and then expect, expect that you also get it right too. But, yeah, I, you, who, who knows what happens. You know, maybe we get this get it right this week and hit it next week, and then maybe we're, we'll, claw, we'll claw back to even.
1: All right, well, what do you got? What's your bet for the parlay?
2: I'm going to go straight forward here. Uh, really, I mean, I, I like what I've seen from Leeds United. They're at home. They are going to be playing. What do they got this weekend?
1: You don't even know uh, who I'm they're like, playing. I can't.
2: <laughs> Sorry, I know who they're playing. I was like, don't verify that I have the right team. Uh, they're playing Leeds at home or playing Bournemouth at home. <laughs> Sorry, packing it. In. It's end of the work day. Um, but yeah, playing Bournemouth at home. I think uh, you know they got a big result over Liverpool last weekend. Prior to that, they had lost a couple heartbreakers. The pressure was on Jesse Marsh to be like, all right, is this guy for real? Should we find a new coach? That win. Last week, last weekend, I think went on a long way to give them a, a bit of a longer leash. Um, if they can put another result together here, um, I think that helps even more. It's not like they've been playing poorly either. You know, they they've been in games, they've had a, a pretty good um, expected goal rate too. So I, I'm going to take them at home against more Bournemouth, who have like been you know decent, but I, I still think that leads actually from a, a talent perspective of a better team. So I'm just taking that money line pretty straightforward. I'd argue
1: that Leeds were uh, poor in the Fulham match, but overall this season they've been solid at home. And in that Fulham match, so check out my article on RotoWire. I actually have the same bet. Spoiler. But in that Fulham match, Tyler Adams didn't play, and they started some guy who, I don't know how old he is, but... He rarely plays, so this guy was basically taking Tyler Adams' spot in the midfield, who never plays for the senior team, and they just really struggled at home against Fulham. But otherwise, at home, Leeds have been pretty solid, so that's kind of why I like the bet. Uh, that's why it kind of makes sense here. Minus 140, already up. It was minus 135 earlier in the day when I posted my article, but I'm taking another under four-and-a-half corners bet in the first half because that's what I do. Wolverhampton, home against Brighton. Uh, I had trouble trying to decide on a bet in this one. Uh, I had a couple options here, but this one is just... So Brighton are, you know, they really put it on against Chelsea last match, and they're a team that, for the most part, they're doing a lot of attacking Early and often, and I'm basically hoping that Wolverhampton can look good for once. Uh, they they took a they took a point last week against Brentford, one one. Wolverhampton are at home. They need points. If they can just contain or stop Brighton from just you know wrecking havoc in the first 45 minutes and just putting on the tons of pressure, I think this bet will hit pretty easily at minus 130. I don't think Wolverhampton get a ton of corners. That's kind of coming in this one. So it's really dependent on Wolverhampton at home keeping Brighton in check a little bit. So that's what I'm betting on. Uh, Wolverhampton, Brighton under four and a half corners in the first half is minus 130. Leeds money line minus 140. Put that together, plus 203 odds. That is the team parlay. Chris, before we go, any other thoughts on this. Yeah. We got here. I mean this this Wolf, Wolverhampton
2: Brighton match is like one of them I'll probably skip watching, but uh, um, just because of like what to expect. But you know I wanted to go back to a tried and true Manchester City minus one and a half, but the odds on it are like it was what plus, minus two twenty five I think against Fulham. So they're just you look at it. They're eight, I mean on the on the uh, cheat sheet here they're eighty five percent favorites. I don't know I don't know what those odds are, but um,
1: uh, it's about minus eight hundred.
2: Yeah, minus hunter, so just like, you know, you would love to get a little value there, but certainly not really much you can take. Maybe, I don't know, if I'm sure Holland has like a, I was just kind of trying to look and see if there's anything that you could kind of leverage on that one, but uh, nothing that I could see. Otherwise, you know, a couple other good games out here. You know, we have the two, the two that we mentioned, plus Everton, Leicester City, um, but yeah, and then Leeds, Bournemouth seems like a, an appetizing affair as well. So it should should be interesting, at least for uh, two teams that are, or four teams that are traditionally right around the European places.
1: If you think Fulham can score, there's pretty enticing bets out there in taking both teams to score or just Fulham over goal, something like that. Uh, because the odds are pretty solid in terms of that. Fulham have been, obviously they just were scoreless against Everton, but uh, you know, they've had a lot of high-scoring matches against top teams. They're not afraid to go after them, and that obviously exposes them in the back to where they're allowing a ton of goals, which is why Manchester City are, you know, almost this implied total of three. But yeah. if you think both teams can score, uh, this is a good spot here. Woodnote, wood note, uh, Bobby over reed is suspended, and then Niskan Scabano just tore his Achilles in training this week so probably daniel james is going to be starting for him but that was one of the that was one of my main worries in terms of taking that bet but uh i did take something in my article if you want to check that out but chris that is it that is it for our show we have one more show until the world cup break and at that point the work does not stop but you can find Chris at chr o n eight on Twitter. I am at rodosdroik. Do you have anything else for the fans? Are you smoking some birds this weekend? What's going on, Chris?
2: <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm actually. Uh, I have to travel uh, tomorrow night, so I'll be gone all all, week, all next week. So we might be doing a, a different time zones here. So we'll have to keep an eye out for that next weekend. Um, odds are looking good that I will be at that Southampton Liverpool game next uh, Saturday. So you might have to do something special for that. I might like throw a couple quid down if you will. Um, but, uh, yeah, other than that, uh, it's smoking bird season. I'm going to be honest. I got a, I've been prepping my Thanksgiving menu for, uh, that's in what, uh, three weeks or so for us. Um, so I'm going to be smoking one bird, maybe baking another bird, maybe getting a couple other things going on. So it'll, it'll
1: be interesting. Smoking some birds. Yes. Chris, uh, Possibly going to this Liverpool Southampton match next weekend, so I mean that might mean we have to talk about it. So hopefully,
2: I think we gotta avoid it so I don't I don't get like double trouble, you know? Yeah, okay,
1: that's a good point. Good point. All right, (laughs) all right. We'll uh, we'll reconvene next week and, and figure that out. But Chris, thanks for joining me. Enjoy your Thursday, everyone. Good luck on your bets, and we'll see you next week.
2: Yeah. Cheers, Adam.